Hello again. As we continue to move towards a life as perceived as normal, whatever that is, well, prior to the COVID pandemic anyway, well, of course, it's not over yet. I'm only just starting the process of figuring out those afflicted still with all the potentially numerous issues that flow from a COVID illness. This is a slightly worrying time, though, still, for those very clinically vulnerable souls who spent the last two years almost cave-dwelling, escaping a nuclear explosion. Now, all suddenly, um, it all breaks off. The random movements, almost normal ranges of such in our usual day lives, spell for some, almost like a throw of the dice, the contact risk of COVID. However, we just have to live, breathe, explore and be free as we can, of course. Thankfully, the vaccination programme brings huge protection versus serious COVID disease. So yes, mask wear, hand wash, be cautious with certain group activities for now, but hopefully soon we can all once again manage this risk, like we were swerving about of, well, a nasty bug or flu or gastroenteritis or a cough or cold in families, neighbours and friends. I see the papers, if you peel away Ukraine, the Duke and the 15-year-old ice dancer, do have some news from a huge collective endeavour from a Polish university looking at statins, oh, statins, i.e. actual side effects profile is actually quite low versus the perceived set of commonly found problems, you know, muscle ache, pains and all the rest of it. It still puzzles me how this sort of all works. I can't still quite reconcile the overall sense that a statin mention still, for some, produces like a Marmite moment. But don't you like or take your prescribed statin? Well, it hurts my joints or my muscles and several other complaints may follow. Others gobble these hugely important drugs with glee. Oh, humans, we're so diverse, it's head spinning. Groups most likely to stop start and have a little dislike then <laughs> with their relationship with statins are the following well the under 50s and the over 75s and women and those with chronic liver disease are much more likely to stop and start and don't like the statins type 1 diabetics in the words there's an insulin from the get-go love that set of nonsense the get-go no i don't actually like it but i've said it now anyway Smokers and those from ethnic minorities. Why? Search me. Then the least likely of all to stop it forever, those with high blood pressure on treatment and those with type 2 diabetes. Fascinating. I know, you're all getting a bit bored with this now, so let's move on to the crunch question. Why take a statin in the first place? Well, it's either for secondary prevention, in other words, you've had a heart attack, stroke, or any version of what we call cardiovascular disease, by reducing your cholesterol or your bad cholesterol, and lots must now understand that we have bad and good types of cholesterol, which makes this necessary chemical in our little cells a really quite significant thing. And if you make a significant difference to your bad cholesterol, it can make a huge difference to the outcome. Versus not only health outcomes and further diseases such as strokes and heart attacks and all the rest of it, but lifespan, of course. Yes, that's what it's all about. In most of these cases, though, taking a statin is given, and most simply, well, people are glad to be taking them. 
Now, primary prevention, in other words, stopping a potential heart attack or stroke or deterioration in kidney function and like, that's a different matter in many people's minds, often bringing with it, must I, can I, do I have to queries in particular if you're not taking many other medications in the first place? Of course, we understand that. Now, nowadays, it's all about levels of risk, readily calculated on the basis of things, well, obvious things such as age, gender, smoking history, blood pressure, family history, other diseases ongoing, weight, BMI, ethnicity, even postcode. Ping these in, into a little computer program and out pings a sort of figure giving you a risk factor. A 10-year risk, maybe 10, 15, 20% risk of having a stroke, heart attack or the like. Even produces a relative heart age for you. Ouch. It's complicated with numerous other factors of course about you that that most important bod sitting there listening to all this and obviously advice from your doctor or nurse uh, and such. Even the newspapers and the magazines and the TV and the radio. Anyway, let's leave today with the message that statins are perhaps not the stub of the ciggy after all, not the medication that's marmite, not the scapegoat for all symptoms. Or are they? Some might not be convinced, but after all, you can't please all the people all the time. Until next week. Cheerio.